0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Impulse Fan Series Podcast. I'm Andrew Lorenzo, and today we had an amazing conversation with Colin K. Bass, who of course is making his own fan films, most notably to us, The Reverse Flash Origins. So we're going to have a chat with him today. Before I jump into the conversation between him, myself, Brendan, and Josh, I just want to warn you a little bit. Colin is based out of the States, and so we had sort of a shaky connection at times. So there are going to be a few moments where it cuts out a little bit, but bear with us because most of everything that you need to know is there. But other than, other than those few shaky moments, it was a really great conversation, really excited to talk to Colin. And so without further ado, here we go. everybody and welcome to the impulse fan series podcast i'm andrew joined as always by brendan and josh say hi boys hello hey. and we are joined by a very special guest today colin k bass aka the creator of reverse flash origins and we're really excited to talk to him about his project and and how he's been going how you doing man doing
1: great happy to be here you guys are awesome and i'm really glad to get a chance to talk
0: Thank you so oh, much. Oh, you're too kind. Totally, totally too kind. We're really excited. We we I don't know how much or if any of the podcasts you've ever listened to, but we're always really excited to talk to uh, different people making different films and and just collaborating with everybody. So really, really appreciate you being here, man. My pleasure. So I'll tell you what, let's let's get right into it and we'll we'll start on to your history a little bit and I'll I'll start off with the first question. Here we go. Colin, my man, how did you get into filmmaking?
1: Uh, well, I did some acting as a kid and uh, I thought that I was going to be my future, but my dad kind of put me down the jock path. I was the football homecoming pet commissioner, that cliche, the high school football guy. And then you I was like, cross? okay, no, I did football and track and uh, like just occasional like school sports and challenges and stuff like that, but it was mostly <laughs> football and track. And... Um, then in college, I thought I wanted to be a teacher and like a football coach, kind of that cliche ending for someone who doesn't go anywhere with uh, sports. Yeah. And then a, a comic book website was uh, hiring to do some writing and some digital media. And I started working for them and doing like an internship. And then they hired me to do some superhero videos to promote their site. And I got hooked. And then that led to some original web series, to some convention coverage. Next thing I know, we're doing fan films and one thing led to another, and now I'm here. It's a big part of my life now, and I love it. I love it.
0: That's awesome, man. And did, so awesome. did you do any did you do any kind of like the school plays or anything, or did, did dad was just like, not your jock, and no? In high school,
1: <laughs> there was no acting or school plays. I did a digital media class for credits, and I secretly loved it so much. The writing, the acting, the concept creation stuff. Yeah. But I didn't
2: because
1: I be cool you know? One of my biggest regrets, but, no, but I did the school plays, and uh, I went to some theater camps and everything. And I, my dad got me a little tiny camera that held like one minute of footage, and we used to make videos around the neighborhood. But yeah, it awesome. just shows that weird, cool guy path, but I so, secretly I was a hurt, huge nerd the whole time. <laughs>
0: so you kind of, you've been kind of like living an actual double superhero life sort of It's thing. the
3: Troy Bolton thing from High School Musical that's it Ding-o.
1: and I related to that movie a lot too so the you know, way I was nice. acting for those four years I was like yeah football yeah I love sports boys,
0: really, boys, like, boys 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 yeah. boys boys
1: and then I'd sneak off and watch Smallville every Thursday so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome <clears throat> uh, so and you say
3: Smallville he's like I want to play football I'm not allowed <laughs> to play football <laughs> oh true so it's
0: kind of like the opposite in Smallville yeah parallel. Yep, for sure Pa Kent was like not not having it buddy Mm-hmm. And do you draw a lot of, so what's but what's been your biggest inspiration? Is this stuff like Smallville? Is it comics uh, in terms of filmmakers, film, television? What, what do you draw from?
1: Well, before the Arrowverse, I was very inspired by Smallville. And yep. just because I'm like, hey, they can do live action. They don't need tights to like be superheroes. And uh, then as things got more, I guess, more comic and mainstream, I got more and more brave with doing the tights and you know the really flashy comic book and cosplay and stuff. And then the Arrowverse happened, and I was like, "This is cool. They're in leather, but they still look like the superheroes, but they're still modern." And then uh, from the Arrowverse, I started to—I was first was drawing from what I liked about it. Then when they kind of went in this way, I didn't really like about it. I started mm-hmm. doing what I wanted in Reverse Flash Origins with what I wanted to see, which was more comic involvement, you know, mixes of movies, TV shows and cartoons and comics. So uh, in the beginning of my filmmaking career, it was all Smallville and Justice League Unlimited and stuff that I've seen. And uh, I always read whenever I have a new project, I read the entire Wikipedia and some comics about whatever the characters I'm writing for or playing. So that's another thing too. But ever since the Arrowverse happened, I felt like they did such a good job of fusing real life and comics at on like a, a doable level so yeah that was a huge inspiration but then right around f4 of reverse flash origin i was like you know what? i don't know do i want connor hawk from the comics and so that was that was when i started being more brave with my writing
0: right yeah okay well do you know that's interesting because speaking of smallville i remember when i first started watching smallville how excited i was because i'm a big superman buff right like i love mm-hmm. superman but probably I don't know halfway through the first season I was kind of weirded out because I was like wow they're introducing so much to it and I don't think at the time because at the time when did Smallville come out like 2000 I I don't yeah because I was what a 17
3: I was three shut
0: up Uh, (laughs) I, I was like 17 and I don't think I really appreciated the fact that they were doing it I was like oh they're bringing too much into it now but now I look at it and I'm like oh that, to quote you, it's just really brave. It's like, this is cool. Like, you don't have to stick to one sort of mythos. I think the more that you can just bring out your own thing and cross it over. It's like, you know, comics have been around for 80 years or whatever. You can do your own thing. Yeah, we love alternate
1: timelines, don't we, boys? Different universes? Oh,
3: oh yeah. Right? Love it. Absolutely. We wouldn't know anything about that, would we, Josh? <laughs> Not at all.
0: <laughs> what do you speak
2: of?
3: If just –
0: in. Brilliant thing about that and filmmaking—it just brings that collaboration uh, opportunity even more to light. Because you can play with those infinite timelines and in universes. Like we can figure out a way to work with somebody like you or or some other mm-hmm. fan film or some other series. Because it doesn't matter what universe you're in, there's a multiverse.
3: Yeah, so, hundred yeah, exactly. percent. It's brilliant. And if anything, it makes it cooler when you see that convergence oh, of the universes true. as well. That's probably the best stuff that you can do so like that
0: infinite earth trailer we watched the other day yeah 100 percent, awesome
3: yeah like seeing ezra miller and grant together on the show (laughs) i love that that got spoiled for me i saw her instagram before the episode sucks Ah. all right
0: sucks what do, you, what do you think, Colin? Will we see uh, Grant Gustin in the in the Flash film when they when it comes out with Ezra Miller? Do you think they'll do that again?
1: I don't know. Isn't DC kind of caught with their tail between their legs right now? Like, I heard well, they, they did a bunch
0: of layoffs. and They just like did getting... a layoff yesterday of a lot of people, oh. yeah.
1: They're putting a lot of eggs in the sand dome basket. So I think when they start releasing projects and getting people excited, maybe yeah. a clearer vision of the future. I don't know if you guys know, my job is in product development star wars but my company also works on dc too so we Mm. have stuff from next year we're always working in the next year granted it's been on pause i don't know if or when i'm going back but we always had like the next movies from the next year all this uh stuff in our office and i was just like what is dc doing like uh, without spoiling anything i've seen way too much of the suicide squad 2 I'm like, this is the craziest, most ambitious thing DC's done uh, ever in the cinematic universe. So I think DC's kind of like just throwing ideas out, seeing what sticks. I think the fandom is either going to make or break DC. And I'll be watching, and we all are DC fans, but they've had like hit and misses for a while now. So I think the fandom's going to be a big determining factor on if they're going to keep crossovers like the fans love. That's my I think
0: opinion. the the DCEU, I think the best case scenario for them is just to focus on one character in their movies for a little while, because you're right, it's so convoluted. I think the best case scenario is we see, you
3: know, not that I'm biased or anything, but that we see Man of Steel 2 come out. <laughs> okay, I gotta I got to disagree with you on that. I think, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you've seen it, but have you seen Justice League War, the animated film? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's about an hour long and it's what Justice League, the real life action movie should have been um in half the time yeah. so i feel like they can do a group setting what well, they've redone it now so it's beside yeah. the point um but like i think what their pitfall is is allowing producers to have too much influence on the films like for example with the flash film edgar wright apparently had written a great script but yeah. they co- didn't let him do any of it
0: no they just turned him into a slapstick character oh her. sorry
2: i'm just getting an email from from dc Warner brothers they giving us a cease and desist for impulse
0: you know uh, nice more. I, I i wish josh was an actor because i believe him sometimes when he says that oh uh, i'll just start
3: crying on podcast. <laughs> guess guess i'm news. gonna say
2: it you're gonna think it's a joke and then i'm gonna start crying you're like
0: nope, that's, nope.
3: impulse breaks down I'm like, D- D- he's, me he's, he's the boy who cried wolf so well
0: okay so let's get, let's stop then uh talking dc i guess i think that that's josh's way of saying let's move on before we do get that letter <laughs> Um, so okay, let's get back to Reverse Flash, Colin. Why why Reverse Flash? What is it that drew you to that character? Well, the story
1: behind Reverse Flash all starts from Arrow. Honestly, um, we had a premiere at a panel here at a at a convention. We did the Green Arrow short for a costume company. And it was the most legit thing we ever done, and we were just so proud of it. And we, we were, yeah, we were like so high. They're like one minute long, and nothing really happens. I fight katana or something. And hmm. uh, after the premiere is on this little tiny screen, and we we did a Q and A, and then after the panel, I walk out, and uh, the owner of NerdBot approaches me. He goes, hey, I really liked your Arrow I'd love to work with you. Is there something you want to do? And I was like, well, I have this idea where uh, Nightwing and Harvey Bullock get kicked out of Gotham and have to go to Bloodhaven. We make our own kind of Nightwing Bloodhaven origin story. We yeah. try that. It gets caught in production hell. We have like 90% of the episode film, but it doesn't go anywhere. And Elvin contacts me again. He goes, hey, do you have any other ideas, something that we can do uh, on our own, see if we can get people interested, and then, like, we'll make our own little production crew? And I go, you know, I always am interested in the Anakin Skywalker, the Lex Luthor from Smallville. These characters where you know they're turning evil. what if it's all just a series of unfortunate circumstances or misunderstandings that leads them to this
0: yeah i
1: think that we should do it for reverse flash and then he was like i don't know anything about reverse flash i go let me write you a script just hang on i i want it to be the anti-hero thing where he thinks he's doing the right thing just due to unfortunate opportunities and like things going wrong and him and barry just kind of clashing heads he is going to become the greatest enemy of the Flash, but you're still kind of rooting for him at times. Yeah. And so we did this teaser trailer. It did really well. And then uh, we dove into it, but stuff happened with scheduling and our different actors and actresses where, and I got to stay vague for professionalism's sake, where my <laughs> script did not really go the way I wanted it to go between Flash and Barry. I did want a Clark and Lex or an Anakin and, um, Anakin and Obi situation, sure. but I didn't get it. So that big final confrontation in, in our finale in season one was not exactly what I wanted but it is like where it's just like he's putting out all these things that happened to him that really wasn't his fault and he's just reacting to them and Barry's like has no faith in him he's like I've seen you I'm like you're evil so it, it was definitely the Lex Luthor from Smallville and uh, Anakin that really made me want to write this story and kind of give reverse flash more of death because when I was reading back on him, it was like he runs back in time and then he's the flash experience and he's like, That sucks, I better do it you know, and I was like, That's so lame.
0: He should try yeah. to be a hero and just fail miserably. Yeah. It's interesting. It's an, sorry, Josh, go ahead. You go go, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's an interesting uh, point of view. Like I've always loved that about, you know, the Lex Luthor character from Smallville because you do feel for him. Even the Suicide Squad movie, like wasn't really a fan, but it's like, it's interesting where you take criminals quote unquote, and you make them the protagonists and you start to feel for them and their story. And it's like, oh, there's a reason that they are the way they are, but I kind of want them to succeed sort of thing? Yeah, and I would kind of do
1: have Eobar do one good thing, one bad thing, one good thing, yeah. one really bad thing, and they would just kind of, and then when, like, we sort of feature Eobar and he's like, yo, it's over, dude. Sorry. This is who you become. And he's mm-hmm. just like, damn. And then that just sets the rest of it in motion. And then season two, he just kind of gets delusional. He's like, Well like Flashway, I'm the hero now and he still sucks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So he probably I think I think there's something really enticing about the concept of the fall of a hero. Um, and then the redemption arc, I guess, but especially the fall of a hero. Um, and I think we've been seeing in in kind of more modern uh film content that, you know, the more relatable you can make that that arc, like you said, you know, having it's just one bad situation after another. I think it's the Joker factor was probably the perfect, you know, kind of film Mm -hmm. to to showcase that, that. Yeah, people yeah. can relate, and it just shows. I guess it's a scary thing, but it's also kind of it. It grounds people in that it's like all it takes is
3: one the, bad day to another.
1: turn even the sanest
3: um, man to lunacy.
2: Even. Exactly, yeah. and I think people like that. People like to explore that. How Brendan's close...
3: eyes got a
0: little bit too wide there. From...
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you <did> not tell <laughs> the obsession.
0: <laughs> that, that
2: dark side. A good example for me personally is: um, Have you all seen the film uh Nightcrawler? Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. When I watched that film, right? So, wait, was that everyone has seen it or?
1: I haven't.
0: Thumbs up. Okay. I haven't. So, I've heard of it.
2: The short of it is he's like a, he's a cameraman for a like news news thing. Well, he does his own thing. Um, and it's like, he keeps going further. You know, so at first is like just filming, you know, oh, there's an accident, go film it, this and that. But then he starts actually breaking into people's homes and things to actually get like, he preempts some of the accidents and things and tries to get into really dangerous situations to film and i remember watching that with a group of friends and as i'm watching it i can see each of them kind of bowing out throughout certain points in filming like oh that's where they draw the line that's where they draw the line that's where they draw the line mm-hmm. and i'm kind of watching myself you know as, as a dop and i'm like okay where am i drawing the line and i'm kind of watching them drop one by one i'm like oh no this is this is all right this is all right
3: josh <laughs> is like, you yeah, like he's 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 a serial killer psychopath
2: was, yeah pretty much i drew the line <laughs> pretty much life. <laughs> i do the line when he when he's in the house and there's something that goes down i was kind of like i would do that and then i'd run away but that's where i'll draw a line and it's that kind of i guess that weird thing of yeah it's it's following that kind of how much how far you want to push character. It. Mm. yeah and then i guess you find comfort in knowing where that line is um yeah. so yeah it's, it's definitely something I'm, I'm really interested in in that kind of fall of a hero and i guess then the redemption arc as well is always fun um you know kind of going down especially if you really pull them down the dark side far enough it's like how am i gonna how am i gonna pull them out of that now so totally um yeah (laughs)
0: nice so colin i want to circle back to nerdbot in a second but first uh i i want to i want to talk about power rangers because we've obviously seen some power ranger stuff in your feed and, and and me personally now this is actually a question that came from brendan this is one of the things that he modified but me personally, I grew up loving the Mighty Morphin' Power Rangers, right?
2: Oh, yes. Ivan Ooze. Right?
0: right? <laughs> yes! Um, spoiler alert, I'm 35. So when Power Rangers was a thing, Mighty Morphin', I was like 10, and apparently that made me too old to like Power Rangers in school. Like,
3: I still watch them. I still <laughs> I, 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 I binged SPD like three months ago. Oh, man. Um,
0: I used to get made fun of, like, I got made fun of hardcore. I was like, I'm 10 years old. Why can't I like the Power Rangers? Anyway, rant <laughs> over. What's up with the Power Rangers, Colin? <laughs> okay
1: so Reverse Slash Origin season 1 ended and we were we weren't really sure what we wanted to do next and I got invited to Morphicon because it's local and we just we cool. get we get pro passes to to cons around here and I've always loved Power Rangers but and I'm staying vague here again due to some things that have happened in my life with the actors of Power Rangers, I just kind of dropped it. But I, growing up, I really, really liked it. All the seasons, I checked in randomly, and I secretly watched it. So I get you getting made fun of at ten, yeah. and uh, people are mean. But then, as this nerdy stuff started getting more accepted, I was like, I'm gonna rep this, and I, you know, I really oh, yeah. liked oh, yeah. the Disney era, which was mm-hmm. maybe like 03 to 08, I'd say, and that's okay. I think is the best seasons. Anyway, so I go to. A Power Rangers <laughs> on Morphicon, and I go to the fan film panel because you know that's I, remember, I think no, they, they just kind of knew me from Reverse Flash. And I'm sitting and watching this, these fan films, and I have never been more inspired in my life. I was like, Man, this now I remember I love Power Rangers. I just, seen you know, I'm moved, and I'm just, I start texting Sean immediately. Sean's our director and editor for um, for Reverse Flash. And I just had all these ideas rushed through my head and I'm texting him and he'll tell you it was like nine essays of just all these things I (laughs) and what I wanted to do. I started reaching out to companies. I started assembling a team. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to do it. So then later that night, I'm at this after party in a, in a hotel room and I'm there. And I've had a few drinks and they were really nice to me because they had watched reverse origins, but reverse slash origins, but I'd only known maybe one person in the room. And they're still like on their costumes and stuff. And I'm there to just like total noob mode. And in their heads, they probably, like, this guy doesn't know anything about Power Rangers. But really, I, I've got too much knowledge for a 29-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, I'm like, hey, guys. And they're like, what? And I was like, what do you think about a prequel to Ninja Storm where we focus on the ninjas and the elementals instead of the rubber monsters and megazords? And everyone's just like that sounds pretty dope dude and i was like <laughs> so then i just ran with it i start i start trying to line up costumes and character and what i want to do put this poor guy i love the death he's danny he plays vibe in um in reverse slash origins he's also my yellow ranger in first ninja i run up to him and i was like hey man he's like hey do you want a picture and i was like no i want you to be in my new series that i just came up with and then he's like huh? And so I pitched him the idea really quick, and he goes, "Yeah, let me give you my phone number. I'm down." And so it just started—it started happening and snowballing in one day.
3: And so quickly, was, yeah. yeah.
1: Was supportive of just off of an idea, and for me, Flash fans have been really harsh yeah. towards Reverse Flash Origins. So I was just so inspired by Unworthy uh, at at the Unworthy Power Rangers Unworthy at the con. The fans were amazing, and then things just kind of lined up in 24 hours, and it felt like meant to be. So yeah. then we did that series and then uh, we got we were supposed to do episode two and then we got rained out, but I still wanted to film something. So I made up Shattered Pass, a time travel Power Rangers thing. That thing blew up and we got like 700,000 views on the first episode. So I'm like, okay, we better keep this going. We need to Power Rangers <laughs> series. And then I meet the real Red Ninja Ranger and we really friends and he's like, hey, I want to do a series with you guys. Okay, we'll do three series. We'll make you the lead in this other one. Then NerdBot approaches me and they're like, hey, we want to do Bloodline the, in Space Rangers. We'll have real Rangers. We want you to reprise your role. Like, okay, I'll do four series. So now I'm just like, <laughs> just doing way, way too many Power Rangers. But yeah, that's how it all happened. All, all right. so it felt meant to be. And uh, it's been really rewarding. I've met some amazing people. And it's been a nice break from Flash, but also it's just like, it all kind of keeps happening in these weird, Manifestation kind of ways where it feels like the right thing to
0: do. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So that's yeah. the
0: story in the nutshell. That's awesome. Do you know, guys? I think that that's what I think that's what's we're missing here in Australia now with everything going on is like going to those cons, cons. and just like <laughs> just like talking and networking. I think.
3: Yeah, I think for well, all we had plans. Us, yeah, we had plans to um yeah. for it um so we we um submitted an impulse trailer for um I think it's called Warren Film Festival. Mm. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
3: it's one of the bigger film festivals in Melbourne, and we're gonna. We got accepted and stuff, and we're gonna go and start networking and marketing with people, and then it got closed down because of coronavirus.
0: And as you said before, mm.
3: Colin, the world ended. Yeah. The world ended. Also, uh, side note: I, used, when I was um, like looking up on YouTube um for some stuff on our incoming React upcoming reacts video. Which, if you guys want to see that, stick around. You got to meet Jason David Frank. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: I have a big history of meeting the Rangers because uh, originally I started as press before. I was doing like more acting and then they switch you to pro pass and you get less invites to stuff. But yeah, I've, I've hung out with Jason a few times and I had a, a girlfriend that did cons all the time. And she kind of dragged me around as, as arm candy. I don't know. they <laughs> <laughs> are always next ranger. Rangers. A trophy Ranger.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's cool.
1: And so I, we did a lot of like after parties and events and signings and stuff with them. So Power Rangers was kind of always in my life in one way, but I only really dove into the fan the fandom like fan films and stuff of it late 2018 and things have never mm. been the same and now we're working with five real rangers and they've been amazing through every filming process and you know we can't pay these guys we're all doing it because we love it so it's like yeah the day, they're like we like what you're doing we're gonna hop in and be our characters that everyone loves That's and cool. i'm there like my way in can
2: and like yeah i'm a
1: ranger too but i'm just some huge <laughs> it's still really
2: fun that's awesome yeah cool that's well awesome. just quickly brendan and andrew uh if you guys never knew this because you know i've done a few films in the past this was actually i don't know if you can see it on my phone this is something i actually did years yeah, ago i wrote a hmm. uh, maybe feature film script ah okay. why don't i, I know
3: about story. that Joshua, film I'm looking for He's a, a, a reason to buy a Power Ranger posters. I did Same, concept dude. art. I did the whole shebang. Going,
0: uh, Brendan, you and I <laughs> are going to go to Anarchy Cosplay, and we're going to do this. Why don't Done. I know about this? <laughs> no don't be the Blue Ranger.
3: <laughs> I want to be Adam. I'm it Adam. Years ago,
2: it was years ago. So uh, I'll have to. I'll have to go review. I just. I was like. I was like. I remember doing it. I'm like, do I have anything on my phone? I remember I had on Facebook. I put up a post of, like way back. I really like. I think, I think post apocalyptic Power Rangers is kind of what it was. <laughs> so,
0: our I think team we needed a
1: great season and they did that.
0: Really cool. I think we're in a right time to do a post-apocalyptic thing. I'm <laughs> oh, yeah. Joshua, oh, yeah.
3: our masks can be the face coverings we have to wear. <laughs> so they, if they get out of the Power Rangers suit, they're exposed to the elements. So they have to stay with So we're like Ninjani now, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, stay in their morph suits. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, Colin, let's uh, let's circle back to Nerdbot. So, you've mentioned Nerdbot a couple times. So, what exactly is Nerdbot? How did that come to be in your life? And uh, walk us through that a little bit.
1: Nerdbot is a media company first and foremost, but they do conventions, news coverage on their website, and they produce different web series and uh, lately virtual conventions. So, hmm. they're they're just trying. I, I I look at them as like a, a nerdist type of company where they have a little bit of everything in different baskets and um but i they they came to me after the green arrow um, panel i told you about and then we've just i kind of bring my ideas that require a team to them um the power ranger stuff i've kept on crimson vision which is just sean and me and that's kind of us like it's our side project because nerdbot didn't really have an interest in power rangers which is fine then mm-hmm. uh, then our power ranger stuff did pretty well stat slides and different opportunities arose. And then they got their hands on, uh, I connected them with um, the idea of Bloodline with uh, uh, DJ Rivers and Andros from In Space. And now they're doing a Power Rangers thing. So they're they're hopping aboard because they, they like what we're doing. But they basically do different conventions, after parties, lots of, they're, they're really great at networking, but uh, first and foremost, uh, media manager is, is a really good friend of mine and he just believes in the, the projects I pitched to him and he, d- he does others, like Arrow Unlimited wasn't my idea. And um, yeah. there's this Daredevil one that wasn't my idea, but the ones I brought to him, I've, I've done pretty well. So we just kind of run with each other. I help him out with stuff. He helps me bring my ideas to life. And But it's just a really great company that's on the rise really. And they're, they're nice. just in the, the nerd community in digital ways and in physical ways, really.
3: Yeah, cool. Um, question with the Arrow Unlimited. I um I was looking at I think it was episode two. You had the fight scene you have in the bar, with with I think Katana. Is that from the uh, comic? Is that from the Green Arrow like thing you showed at the con, or was that like uh, inspired by that?
1: Oh um no. So in Arrow episode two isn't out yet, but Arrow episode one where I fight Katana in the bar is that what you're one? Thinking? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that happened just kind of by happenstance. One of our stunt guys uh, has the Katana aesthetic. And then mm. he has that costume and he's a very talented dude. And so we put that into the script because it was like, we're, we're trying to gender bend everyone, you know? So yeah, yeah. We, we just wanted to do, oh, we need another female turned male character to, to kind of really accentuate
3: what the idea is of what we're trying to do. So, mm, sure, so no so.
1: connection to our first Arrow thing, but it was still really fun. It was a cool fight. I had a lot of fun doing it.
3: It looked cool. Yeah, I really liked it. That's awesome. What's the I had, I had a tech Sorry. question?
2: Go. Sorry, I just had a quick tech question for our Unlimited episode one, or I guess the rest of the episodes. What are you guys filming on? Because I know it's like obviously a lot of dark night scenes and that, and it looks really yeah. Good and you can still nights. see a lot of stuff.
3: Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I yeah like
1: the Game the of I don't really know much about cameras. I should because I'm okay. the black magic. They have all the bells and whistles and great ISO. Do I sound like I know what I'm talking? About? <laughs>
3: Well, I know exactly how you oh, feel cool, whenever Josh cool, cool, talks cool. to
2: me about anything. <laughs> Blackmagic is an Australian company, so... Oh, oh, I
0: didn't even
2: know that.
3: There you there
2: go. go. Well, Blackmagic is made by DaVinci. Well, no, so yeah, da Vinci is... Never mind. Yeah, that's great. Um Yeah, <laughs> awesome. So, like yeah, it looks really nice. Sorry, Andrew, you were going to say before? <laughs> no, I was
0: actually... Well, it's actually a great segue because we're talking about the camera. We're talking about film the yeah. concept of films what's your process of making a film man from like conception funding promotion releasing what 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 walk us through that process
1: i'm a, I'm a big believer in just talking about things and like manifestation like mm-hmm. just kind of like let's say i have an idea i love talking about it, even though it might not go anywhere and yep. um, mm-hmm. if there's something i really believe in i talk about it a lot so uh <laughs> I gauge how one, my, so I, the way I see it is I'm on two different teams. I'm on the NerdBot team and I'm on the Crimson Vision team. Mm. They cross over on reverse flash. We're not, there's no, there's no real plans to finish it until people want it. That's, that's, really yeah. yeah. But, um, so I kind of decide if it's coming from my brain, at least, but I'm kind of just a yes man. Cause I, I think that, everything I'm doing now is temporary and I just want to make the most of the time that I have. And I'm just like, yes, I'll be in this. Yes, I'll be in this. Let me read the script, you know, and I just want to do more while one I'm young and two, this is still popular and three that people want me to be in their stuff. Sure. So, uh, but if it's my idea, first thing I do is I throw it at which team I want it to be, which team I want to go to. And then from there, I, I, um, build my cast of who I want in it reach out to them. And then I don't write my, I'm really weird. And there's the other writers on, on both my teams completely disagree with me. You guys might disagree with me. I never write ahead. I'm always just writing in the now because the stuff without a budget or stuff with a really low budget. Things always change once you release something. So <laughs> in my head, I'm like, if I write what I know I can do for this, and it does really well, other people will get involved and they'll bring these different opportunities or doors or, or people or costumes or anything. Yeah. So it all starts with just basically a basic idea. I assemble my cast and crew, and then I pitch it to either the Crimson Vision or a NerdBot team. Mm-hmm. And then I start writing once I have that. And then I also, over years of doing this, I have a garage that looks like a very weird bat cave. It's full of costumes. <laughs> or- <laughs> the bass cave. I kind of, yeah, the bass cave. And I kind of base off of, I'm like, hey, I have this that can work for this. Like, um, Ranger is a perfect example. I. Those things are expensive, so if I have one ranger that can work for a different series, I'm hyped. It makes us, it makes our production value higher. But it all is just step by step for me. And then my buddy Dade, who's our red ranger in Shadow Pass, he's all about writing ahead. What's going to happen after this episode? And it's true, people get involved or people leave or we get another real ranger, and then things get flopped on their side. So my process is really weird, but it's always really in the moment. And uh, sure. I hope that answers your question. I feel like I'm rambling, but I've I just no, I've learned great. not to get disappointed, and not to overwrite myself. You know?
3: Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah, I, we we fell into that pitfall a little bit.
2: Did yeah. you? <laughs> we did. Well, we change we changed, we changed the season a lot. Of, well, I mean, what we have three whole new ah, Keep Talking. talking. My the, doorbell
0: just rang. Keep talking. Ah, okay. Yeah. I'll be back. We have three. I think three,
2: yeah, three whole new arcs in our first season, which we're, we're yeah. never there, and it only just came kind of out of once we wrote it and went through, and we're like, you know what, we can actually set all these new threads, and it just kind of mm. kept expanding, and and you know, we're kind of throwing into season two and Sonic Boom and all the different things, and yeah, like, you're right, it just keeps expanding, I and mean, that's the thing, yeah, I guess, when you're working cool. with with you know DC and, and comic stuff, and there's just so much you can do. It's like, well, hey, I think we had this conversation on one point, and we're like, how much can we just shove into the one? Yeah, because
3: that, that's our thing, is to, as much fan service as we possibly can, and if I'm we can add more surf. stuff in there, we try to work it in, whereas then you probably take a different approach. You go, okay, this is everything I have, yeah. and then when other opportunities comes along, you have that freedom in order to branch it off.
1: Yeah, I mean, on the negative side, not to like put a down but just being realistic, people commit. Mm. People don't get along. Uh, co stars yeah get romantically involved and break up you know or not romantically you know like i yeah i just everything's in my head and in my experience everything's so temporary i used to write mm. far far ahead but now i just have mm. an overarching story of who i know will stick with me until the end and i kind of <clears> on <throat> that i have the beginning like i i knew how reverse flash was going to end <laughs> writing episode one i know how shattered past and first ninja and all my power and so i know how that's going to end because i'm safe but I'm not stuck on those endings because I know things will either add or subtract as we release these episodes. And that's, it's, yes, yeah. sometimes it's a great thing. Like, sounds like you guys, you release that trailer and people go, I want to get involved. I want to get involved. And we, we get that. But at the same time, I have no idea who I'm going to be able to have come back for the reverse slash origins finale. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Cause I didn't get my hopes up, you know?
3: Sorry. That's kinda yeah. vague, I just want to explain. No, that. it's a good outlook All to right. have. It's a realistic outlook of what the industry's like.
2: Yeah, it's, it's definitely something. Uh, yeah, I guess it's something we kind of have been dealing with as well. When you look at like, especially being fan films and you know, financials and that kind of stuff, it's so crazy because you really are just relying on on everyone's love and passion for the project. Yeah, and, good, um, well, you know, people, you know, everyone has lives and jobs and this, you know, so much going on. It's like trying to juggle everything. It's like, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's crazy. But it's awesome yeah. when it, when it can all come together. It's you know, yeah, it's it's really cool. So absolutely. Um, before we do jump to anything else, I do have to ask: Are you at all involved in Ninja Turtle film that Nerdbot is doing? I am. I am Casey Jones, and I'm writing it.
3: Cool, yeah. dude. dude. That, that that's gonna come dude. up in the in the reacts. So we can <laughs> dis- is, we can discuss that, that, like, that later. Uh, yeah, I, I know. But
1: percent
2: percent so put that in there. So amazing. I'm so. You, know, so you can't good. see on that side of me, but I've got some Ninja Turtles. Dude, Ninja Turtles is my thing. I and love like, turtles. Man, well, when I, I saw to, the costume, I lost making, my bleeps.
1: they they're making all new suits for this revamp we're doing. They're called. Uh, v5 you can move mm. in them you can fight in them they have movable mouths awesome. and stuff
3: it's crazy that's so, awesome uh, I so- can i, I play they- you april what yeah you're, you're my can april. i play april done oh, yeah. all right
2: <laughs> you heard it here folks
0: <laughs> dude yeah, i'm really excited yeah. i was a
1: little worried because they were revamping everything down to the turtles down to you know, yeah. dudes, the actors everything and uh, i was like i was like man i hope they bring me back and then they hit me up and they were like, hey, we want you to write it and uh, play Casey again. And I was like, hell That's yes. Awesome. Because
2: down, down. They, That's so cool. If
1: I get in with them, I can do a crossover with Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles. That's Yes. Cool. That already <laughs> happened. Have
2: you seen that? See that. They didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> that
1: did happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah,
1: That's and the cool awesome. thing is that we're working with two in-space Rangers, so it could be like a little mini reunion.
3: That's great. That's oh, awesome. that is awesome. That's really <laughs> cool. I love that. Um, so John, oh, that has to happen. Uh, that's happening.
0: <laughs> Bring it on. So, Colin, what have some of the challenges been that you've faced uh, aside from the obvious pandemic at the moment uh, in terms of filmmaking and, and everything that you do? Like, what are the biggest things that kind of come up?
1: Um, Definitely relationships that I briefly t- touched on. Things change. Uh, off screen, these conventions—it's—it's um, it's hard to keep track of who's feeling what way about who, especially mm-hmm. when you know we're all involved in our own stuff. And I might rub someone wrong, and I not know. And the next thing I know, oh, they don't want to be a part of the series anymore. Like that—that that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. And scheduling is a nightmare because you can't go, hey, be here—it's your job. Here's X amount of dollars. This is your job. You have to be here. It's like. Hey, we really want to do this everyone likes our last episode are you down to return you know that kind of thing or join or, or everything like that so i think scheduling and relationships have, has been an issue but i'm uh, i'm getting better with both just kind yeah. of realizing how to write around scheduling or or you know keep things very professional and, and i'm not speaking just for me but from people to sure. people too and kind of leading the charge and trying to be a good leader with a level head but still you know being strong enough for them to rely on you uh, trim sure. the trim of vision has been such a blessing. Like Nerdbot really leaves the charge, and I'll always love them for that. But I always feel like, you know, it's it's your guys. You guys are marketing this and branding this. And I'm so happy to be a part of it. With Crimson yeah. Vision, it's me pitching the ideas and leading this team and making things happen. And I love that too. But it's a lot of pressure on top of kind of biting my tongue a lot. And uh, in my experience, I haven't been very good at that. But now with all of this, I'm three months off of filming. I've missed it so much. And I just have been so grateful that we've even been able to start again with these little tiny projects. So I think those have been my big issues. is just like scheduling stuff when you can't pay people and relationships are tough because you're, you're, you know, kind of have this focus on the project and not Mm. necessarily how everyone's feeling around you in my experience. Mm. I think those have been the two, but I'm just so grateful that people believe in our projects and like watching them and, that we're growing and learning as filmmakers and also as a team too so Mm -hmm. it's really bittersweet because I'm glad these things happen because I learned from them but also I wonder what things
0: could be if they never happened (laughs) yeah yeah that's fair that's fair and with the now elephant in the room COVID what you call it yeah
1: Yeah, (laughs) I I was getting very fat and drinking too much for like three months and then I was like i gotta film something so we did a little small ragtag team for solaris we all played it super safe in the middle of nowhere and yep. i just kind of woke up out of my funk and i was just like you know what i can still write i can still make connections i'm still social media marketing of our old projects and then yeah. i got really ambitious and back, like working out again and then things got safer and we started doing more little projects like that and i just feel. You know, like the most mentally healthy that i've felt in the beginning of this
0: thing wow that's awesome that's great not everybody's not everybody's kind of making <clears throat> that switch so that's really awesome especially in our, in our industry it's it's tough because for us there's just you know it's 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 exceptionally hard I mean, it's hard for everybody but for us it's exceptionally hard because there's just no work and you just don't know what's coming, and like even even something little, which isn't little, like um like a mask that is mandatory in public. What does that now do for filming uh, filmmaking? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, you have to work f- around it? Yeah, like how do you do that? And then it's just it it can mess with your head a little bit. So uh, it's really great that you're you're able to to get back and just stick with the positives, man. That's awesome.
1: Trying, yeah. I think the three months without it just made me really change my perception. Just made me way yeah. more
3: grateful and miss yeah. so much yeah. yeah and there's always stuff you can do like you said like writing scripts marketing that's it. preparing for when you can shoot that's like where we're at as well yeah. now yeah trying yeah. to set up I as did, much as we can
1: too just the fact that we could like who knows if this would have happened if it wasn't for covid so I there think you go, uh, you there you go. I mean, and interviews yeah. and stuff. And
0: just great yeah I mean, yes. Yeah, so many good. I mean, so many good things have come out of this relationship. It has. Sonic boom as something that's materialistic, but you know the relationships that mm. we're able to build with people now because mm. it's it's you're going to be forced to virtually <laughs> collab with people now and adapt and adapt to keep exactly. people's interest in yeah the project. That's probably a better word than forced. <laughs> <laughs> adapt. Um, so, what's been the most rewarding moment for you, Colin, in your in your in- Think, think in your entire career, what do you reckon the most rewarding moment has been for you?
1: I think the messages where people say that our series inspired them to go make their own. Ooh, I mean, I'm getting kind of choked up even talking about it. Um, that's always been the goal for me. It's like, I was so scared to, to go be creative and do my writing and acting for so long. And I wasted so much time caring about what other people thought.
3: Sure. If, my,
1: if any of our series or even like my, Personality online or, or whatever can inspire people to to go make their own to go out there and like be themselves and create and learn and grow. That those messages are, really shut up. And um, on the opposite side of things, I love panels and premieres where I get to see the audience reaction. See see if they laugh at the jokes I write or you know oh when you know it's time to feel a certain way. But by mm. far, when I, when I hear about people that are like, hey, I watched your show and it's made me start writing or it's made me start acting or I'm going to do my series or stuff like that, like that's always been the goal. It's like just so humbling and so rewarding. But then there's like the, you know, the <laughs> attention core part of me that's like, I love when people watch my stuff in front of me. <laughs> So the, the panels and the premieres have been amazing, but mostly when I see people getting out there and being creative because of what we do, that's been mm. the best.
0: Yeah, and 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 in in terms of those people that that get inspired by you, what would you say to them that might help them get started in making their own film or getting into the industry? What would what would you? I say I would say make
1: sure you surround yourself with people that share your vision. I wasted so long doing. Doing f- filming with people that I always owe favors, it would just like like yeah, I'll be in it and then I always felt like I owed them after. Mm. But mm. in my mind, I think in all of our minds, we're just happy to be out there creating and being in these worlds that we loved since we were kids, you know. So I, uh, that's my first piece of advice is just surround yourself with people that share your vision and your passion. Um, sure. The second one is I don't be afraid not to release something because I feel, like, I, I learn something new in between every action and cut, how to how to act better or different or, you know, even things about the camera that I don't know too much about. But I think it's it's important you don't have to feel like you need to do these things because you're going to learn and grow from every project. And I think that's one thing I take pride in is that we're always trying to get better um, sure. one, one episode after the next. And then on top of it all is just try Try to stay positive. You know, I think that when you beat yourself up and I'm sure we, we can all relate, when I watch our older stuff, I'm just like, Oh, what was I thinking? But in the in the you know, things that led us to here. And I here yeah. is, is technically the best we've ever been. So those would be my top three. I mean, I could go on about all the mistakes I made when I first started filmmaking, but the biggest thing is
0: to surround yourself positive people in you
1: and believe in yourself too
0: yeah yeah no that's fair that's a big part of it so colin a what's next for you what's coming up in the in the near future i mean i know we've spoken a lot about stuff that's coming up for you but what's the most pressing stuff and B, working we'll to learn more stuff. about what you're doing and you know shoot us some links man tell us where where we can yeah. drive people yeah, yeah. and Maybe in the show be. notes yeah uh so
1: for crimson vision our next thing is shattered past episode three that's by far been the fan favorite on that channel so we're just running with it and it's a really small cast and crew so we've been able to get away with it during Mm -hmm. covid it's just like three main dudes and then the microphone the camera guy and then we separate into base so it's smaller amounts of people and we film in the wide open uh so that was the most realistic and the fan favorite to do so that's probably gonna be the next release and then for nerdbot I'm sure you guys can relate. There are so many different like halfway going pre-production things going on right now. Um, I don't even know what's next. I've been doing a (laughs) fight choreo every week for the past (laughs) three weeks for I I think I'll announce it here. You guys want a little exclusive? Hell Uh, yeah! Of course.
2: Okay.
1: So I've been doing like we have like a full on stunt choreo team i'm zip lining in oh, i've been doing awesome. bow action everything we're doing green arrow versus daredevil first nice.
3: fight for Ooh, nerdbot. that is so cool
1: and that's one of the one of the reasons i'm trying to get in really good shape and two the the fight choreo is heavy and i'm in leather and uh yeah. so i'm really excited about that and we're probably filming that next for nerdbot then we have a lot of different like half-baked ideas that are all they're, they're written but we're just trying to schedule it um, Solaris is one of our first original content in a really mm. long time. Basically, the sun's exploding and it's giving people superpowers. That's like the premise. And we can then, only hope. Um,
3: I had a look at that. I, I really love the makeup that you did on the, um, I don't know the actor's name, but like when he was burnt in by the sun, it looked so realistic. I like winced a little bit.
1: Yeah, that's William Schufeld. He was a real Ranger on last season of Power Rangers. So it was really cool that he got involved with our project and took the lead role. Um, yeah that was that was it was seriously we just really wanted to film and they really want original content i've been seeing on solaris i little drawing a character solaris with a little burn sun symbol right here and then now it's like a real thing so that's really cool and we have the potential that's to pitch it to like streaming services since it's original yeah. <laughs> i'm really excited about that um that's awesome yeah a lot of like half-baked stuff but the next for each of the studios Shadow Pass up three for Crimson, and then Character Select, which is going to be the Green Arrow vs Daredevil thing for mm. NerdBot. Those will be our next ones for sure. And then for B, uh, you can find me, I'm most active on my Instagram, which is at Colin K. Bass, but all the NerdBot stuff is on NerdBot Studios on YouTube and all the Crimson Vision Studios stuff. It's Crimson Vision Studios on YouTube, so imagine like DC over here with NerdBot, Power Rangers over here with uh, Crimson.
3: Yeah. Nice. Oh, that is awesome. I think, oh, Josh, yes, maybe we can take let in people know of what we plan to do with Colin and our series.
0: Yeah, let's do it.
3: Yeah, uh, so um, everybody might know we have Impulse Sonic Boom. We're, um, we're still in the process of trying to finalize the scripts for that because we've been put in a bit of a limbo with recording because Josh has the recording studio at his and we can't go anywhere um, because we're in stage four restrictions. So it's been a bit of a pause on that. But Colin is going to be reprising right is the right word reprising yeah yep. reprising his role as eobard thorn in our sonic boom <laughs> series audio series and he's going to be helping double out danger out thorn played by <laughs> steve Young. Yeah. Oh, you yeah applaud
0: music and sound effects. <laughs>
3: <laughs> double thorns that's awesome. it's going to be a prickly that's episode
1: awesome. that's
3: and i'm awesome. so excited to be able to write that and just and just explore all that
2: throughout something it's gonna be it's gonna be very very
3: cool mm-hmm. i've really got, i've really got many ideas <laughs> as to how you guys interacted everything awesome like
1: the bus on my ear voice again it's been a while <laughs> oh, <snap.
3: laughs> well boys do we have anything yes. else we want to mention or say oh uh, yes um be sure one with um patreon shout outs Yes. Um, and two, if you guys want to see uh, all of us react to some of Collins and Nerd, uh, NerdBots and um, was it Crimson uh, Crimson Shadow um, <laughs> Crimson Shadow um, content, so be sure to stick around for our YouTube React series where you can find it first on our Patreon a week before it comes out on YouTube. Absolutely. Andrew, do you want to take it away for Patreon? Yes.
0: Yeah, so for Patreon, everybody, remember you've already been shouted out. Those of you who are on our Patreon, so thank you so much for being part of it and if you aren't on the patreon make sure you visit patreon.com forward slash impulse fan series where you can donate for as little as a dollar a month to help us keep the project going and to get some seriously awesome benefits including the early release of this podcast the early release of some behind the scenes stuff and all the way up to possibly winning one of the prototype costumes that we used in the trailer so patreon Ooh,
2: i'm gonna butt in there
0: what we actually i we do have something to tell the patreon people oh let's because you got to let's chef. do it we have
2: officially received the final visual effect shot from oh. our visual person in Sydney. Jennifer. So Jennifer. Max Mercury Origins is just about ready to drop. So oh. keep an eye. Out. It will be a Patreon exclusive first. Indeed. So, there, so you there
0: you go. So you get early access to really cool stuff and yeah. Patreon.com forward slash impulse fan series, be there or be square. So
3: <laughs> you are old. I am old. Shut up. See- <laughs> old, man old man Max. I'll see
0: you there. Or I'll see are you, gonna, you on another
3: time. Are you going to call this the bees knees with cats pajamas?
0: Uh, um, <laughs> what's your point first? Of all? <laughs> I don't wear pajamas is the point. <laughs>
3: you sleep naked? Anyway. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. So look, you want to see my pajama attire? <laughs> subscribe to Patreon. No. But yes,
0: now now we have to put it up.
3: You really oh, no. Now we oh, have no. to do it. Oh. First the shirtless scene, and now spoilers: Brendan diggers. sleeps bare of
0: Brendan sleeps naked, so good luck everybody
3: with that. Um, <laughs> I did actually think of something. Let's move on from that. Um, we didn't mention DC fandom earlier. Con, did you oh, submit yeah. anything for DC fandom? People can go check out.
2: I did not. Did you guys?
3: Hell we yes. We did. Yes.
2: Oh cool. Did, did Links they... in our bio. We, weirdly only two days before we totally, we, we, we knew about a month ago and then for some reason we thought we couldn't enter. Cause I didn't think there was a video component. And then two days before we're like, Oh, actually we can. So let's, it was like a rush. We didn't sleep for two days <laughs> We're yeah. to like, we together and hobble. It was so weird. Um, yeah, so want to yeah, that's awesome.
3: yeah. Um, do you have to say a little reel that we put on our, um, Instagram?
1: I'm sure I watch. I watch everything you guys put up. So.
3: <laughs> Wise answer. Wise answer. Awesome. Um, yeah, that. But six minutes long on the on the DC fandom. If you want to go check it out. He's keen. Do they themselves.
1: tell you when you'll go on fandom?
3: Well, that's all right. You cut out a little bit.
1: Oh, oh uh, do they tell you when your stuff will go live on DC Fandom?
3: Uh, I think
0: they'll send an email if we've been uh uh not shortlisted, but. Uh, yeah, it was 27. It was going
3: to be 27, 27 finalists, like? yeah, going up there. And then from there, that would be the. Yeah, I'll the definitely share final it. Final. Send me that link. Oh, thank uh, you so right. much. You're the man. We're in a battle with another fan film. There's two fan films, Us and a Batman one that's like from these French people. <laughs> they <That full laughs> have a Batmobile really in it. Cool. They,
2: got, they got a full blown Batmobile. It's really cool. It's, le bat.
3: Awesome. it's not as cool as Us. I'm obviously. Nice.
0: all right guys well it's been a pleasure talking with colin thank you again so much for joining us man and uh we really really appreciate it It was my
2: pleasure i love talking
0: to you guys all right again Uh, you can
2: absolutely great meeting you
0: you can find colin at colin k bass on instagram you can find brendan at brendan spazowski on instagram you can find you can find Josh at Cine Studios, and you can find me at the Andrew Lorenzo. Thank you so much for listening to the Impulse Fan Series podcast, and we will catch you next time. See you
1: later, Bye, guys.
0: <laughs> hey, it is.